What is up, y'all? It's your boy, Jesus, with yet another delicious podcast. Today, I'm going to be giving my thoughts on something that's been going on recently with old Mr. Sean Atwood. If you are in the conspiracy community, you have more than likely have heard of Sean Atwood. Uh, Whenever I get my information, you know, a lot of the research that I do, it involves a lot of mainstream sources, but a big bulk of it relies on alternative media sources. I'm always talking about James Corbett, huge on him. And then there's other up-and-comers like my boy Ricky Verandas, who down the line I may ask to make an appearance on the Jesus Podcast. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, amongst others, one gentleman who, prior to all this, whom I held in deep regard had a huge amount of respect for was Mr. Sean Atwood. You know, he he started making a name for himself, at, at least when I met up with him. He was doing a lot of uh, Jeff Epstein coverage. At a time, it, it was a good niche. At a time when the mainstream was done, you know, didn't cover it to begin with. Then covered it fast and furious during the arrest and the death. And then dropped it again. Then picked it up again with Maxwell. And then dropped it again. Uh, Sean, in a sense, picked up a niche right there. He would scour the internet for articles and news on Jeff Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. He would read it in front of a camera and got a lot of uh, valuable information. I would listen to a lot of, you know, his summaries on the articles on the way to work and that's how I would get my Jeff Epstein fix. He uh, he would also get certain guests. He's, apparently he started with a true crime podcast if I'm not mistaken. I'm not huge into true crime myself, but, you know, when it comes to the Jeff Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell type of deal, that does perk my interest. But uh, he, he mostly started with true crime. He's got a true crime podcast. And, you know, he would get uh, some real high-profile guests every now and then on his podcast. When I first ran into him, he he had a couple hundred thousand subscribers, and his channel just kept growing and growing because he had filled a niche that was in high demand, and that was Epstein, Glenn Maxwell news. You know he he, I, and I'm saying this in hindsight, 2020. <laughs> so forgive me for that. But uh, he seemed a little weird, you know, 
but you can't judge a book by its cover. You know, bald dude. He would always talk about his story, how he had been in a prison down in Arizona, I believe. Spent some time. And now he felt he was doing good work by covering Jeff Epstein and Maxwell and the conspiracy angle. So he seemed like a, a man, kind of a goofy looking character, if you're just looking at his physique. But he seemed like he was doing what needed to be done and bring people to the spotlight and hold them accountable, even if it's just in the court of public opinion. And he did, as I've already mentioned, he did score some high profile interviews with the likes of Whitney Webb, who is an amazing investigator in the whole Epstein deal. Uh, he's even had Maria Farmer, an Epstein victim, on the podcast. So I, I really liked his work, you know, early on. One thing that did start to bug me quite a bit, actually, you know, I would go on the comment sections, talk a little shit, was how he would always avoid talking about Trump's involvement with Epstein. If you go back to my episodes 8 and number 9 of the podcast, um, I go into some pretty damn good detail on Trump's involvement in the Epstein saga. I talk shit about the Clintons. I talk shit about Trump. Liberals, conservatives, I don't give a shit. If you were hanging out with this motherfucker, I'm going to call you out. I don't fucking play partisan politics when it comes to this shit, man. And this is one of the things that angers me the most is how people become homers to the team. Oh, well, well, Bill Clinton was innocent, but Trump is guilty. Or vice versa, which happens more often than not. Well, Trump is innocent. Or Trump is uh, innocent, but Bill Clinton is guilty as sin. Fucking nonsense, man. Both sides hung out with this motherfucker. I don't want to get too much into it because this is about Sean Atwood. But uh, yeah, one of the things that started irking me about this motherfucker was how... You know, when he had Maria Farmer, for instance... And she would start talking about Trump. He would change the subject. Then he had Whitney Webb. I remember... <laughs> he released one video because I was on the high alerts on the YouTube channel. You know, the little bell button and everything. He, he released a, a video with Whitney Webb. And it was titled, uh, Trump Epstein Involvement. As soon as I clicked on it. And I started to watch it. The uh, video has been removed by the uploader. And I was like, man, this motherfucker. It became quite apparent then. And this is a few months back. It became apparent then that this guy's main goal was to keep growing his fucking YouTube channel. As of this recording, he had 577,000 YouTube subscribers. 
It's a shit ton. And like, as I mentioned, when I first found out about him, he had 200,000. So, you know, he tripled that bitch up pretty quick. And it wasn't hard to do the, the rocket science that the reason he was avoiding the Trump talk was because the vast majority of his subscribers, listeners, were all Trumpers. Sorry, it's raining out here. You might have heard that lightning, so that's what it was. A little bit of lightning. A little bit of lightning never hurt nobody. <laughs> but it, it it was clear as day. You know, it was just clear in that when he had certain guests bring up the Trump thing, he would just quickly change the fucking subject. He also started doing these live streams with Miss Poulton. Started doing these live streams in which he would talk about a wide array of different topics, you know, whatever's hot during the week and whatnot, and raise money. And I thought that was kind of weird, but whatever, you know, it is what it is. Everyone's got to make some money, and apparently he was doing pretty fucking good. But you can't hate. I mean, people find a niche and they make some money, that's cool. And if you're doing it, doing a public service, by all means, do it. So here's where it gets a little juicier. A couple weeks back, I was on, you know, watching one of his videos, and Sean Atwood had made a video talking about, you know, the pedophile list, you know, names that should be on there, Bill Clinton, as usual, Alan Dershowitz, before I get sidetracked, I'll get back to it, but... I would bring up Alan Dershowitz on his channel quite a bit, and then he even loved my comment and then started talking about Alan Dershowitz. I don't want to say I'm the one that got him into talking about Alan Dershowitz, <laughs> but come on now. I mean, when I would start talking about Alan Dershowitz on his videos, um, I did it several times, and a lot of the followers were would thank me on the channel like wow I didn't know this and I would give them f- certain facts stuff that they can go back and double check about Alan Dershowitz settlements to Epstein victims and participation and all this other not, uh, stuff that is highly incriminating of Alan Dershowitz and after a few times I noticed Mr. Atwood started covering it now, I mean, maybe that was a catalyst. Who knows? But just thought that was a cool little, cool little thing I'd share. But anyways, um, as he was going through that episode talking about the, the list, pedophile list, someone in the comments wrote, we, sh- we need to add Sean Atwood to that pedo list. 
I was like, wow, that's fuck. <laughs> I quickly caught it. I, I quickly knew what he was saying. Like, this person is saying that, is uh, making the accusation that Sean Atwood is himself a pedo. So, in the spirit of critical thinking, I mean, you got to analyze anything. You can't be married. I, I highly respect Sean Atwood. But if someone's making an accusation, you need to investigate this shit. So I went to this link. And this link was by Androgyan, some shit like that. Androgyan. I'm going to copy one of her videos and, and put it on my YouTube so you can check it out there. But, uh... This person, I'm not trying to be rude or anything. I thought it was an old man, but apparently it's an older lady. That's besides the point. But uh, apparently Anne put, assembled some clips together. And she was making the case that Sean was a fucking scumbag. Not necessarily a pedophile, but a fucking scumbag. Shit, I skipped one one critical piece, but I guess it'll tie in. So a few months back, Sean Atwood was interviewing a lady named Callie. She goes by the nickname, middle name Callie. I think it's K-A-L-I. And her story allegedly. Now I have to say allegedly because you don't know what the fuck is true and what is fucking bullshit. And that sucks. Especially in the conspiracy community, man. Ugh. I'm not having fun doing this podcast. This is fucking shitty, man. But anyways, Callie was allegedly being trafficked. Going through some serious issues. I listened to parts of it. Kind of didn't want to listen too much into it. Because that's not my cup of tea. Not that you're supposed to have a flavored cup of tea or whatever. It's just, that shit depresses me, man. I don't like hearing about it. When there's news about kids being abused, tortured, I fucking shut out, man. It's, I know it's reality. I know that's what's going on in the world, but I can't stomach it. So I listened to some of the interview with Sean Atwood and Callie. And shut it down, you know, I was like, Ugh. This is, you know, it was part of his true crime podcast, just interviewing a former uh, victim of human trafficking, sex trafficking. And then the next day I get a video alert saying, um, update on Callie's emergencies, something like that, something to that effect. I was like, what the fuck is this about? So I click on the video. Apparently this Callie lady, whom he did the interview with the day before, had slept over his house and was highly distressed and tried to commit suicide. Atwood says he called the paramedics, called the cops, and everything is all good. She was going to get stabilized, and I'm like, wow, that's fucking wild. But at the time, even in my head, I was like, what the fuck was she doing sleeping in your house, bro? And it wasn't she at a hotel or something. But whatever, you know, he's a good guy. He helps people out. It is what it is. So back to the Andrew Gain comment or, you know, this 
this lady with this YouTube channel that made the video connecting the dots that Mr. Atwood is a fucking sleazebag was that she found uh, she had some video clips that showed uh, in, in one of the video clips it shows Sean in his living room on a couch now, I'm going to put these on my YouTube channel so you can check them out for yourself but it shows uh, Sean clearly fucking Sean on the couch smoking a fat cigarette, cigar there's wine bottles you can tell the drinking's going on Callie is there and uh, she's getting a little wild and Sean's like shut up and count your fucking money <laughs> Oh, damn. I'm not going to lie my fucking heart and say, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Here's Sean Atwood counting in the money that had just came, come in from their live stream event. And he's splitting it with her. Good, I guess. But they're fucking drinking and shit. And this motherfucker claims he doesn't, he's not crazy anymore. I think he still drinks, but he, he's been claiming that he doesn't, um, do drugs and all this shit who knows if they're all coked up in that video but he sounds like a straight up pimp he's like shut up and cut you know count your money something to that effect you should check it out I, I should have seen it before talking about it but you know just to refresh my memory but something to along those lines and uh, there's another clip that shows Callie dressed like a schoolgirl. she's got fucking pigtails or some shit I don't know if she's wearing a fucking wig looks goofy as shit like fucking weird fucking what the fuck's going on and it's like a point of view type of video she's just in the camera trying to make like a porn and she's unzipping his pants ready to start sucking his dick <laughs> holy fucking shit this is like fucking ground shattering shit man Sean Atwood is supposed to be a big fucking dog in the conspiracy community. And this motherfucker is involved in a conspiracy of his own. Fuck, man. Now, what this motherfucker does behind closed doors in his private life is between him. I don't give a shit about that. But when you're dealing with someone like Callie who is unstable, has mental issues, who's been allegedly sexually trafficked all over the fucking world. And you're fucking, fucking around with this girl and screwing her. They show a clip of Callie in his, allegedly his backyard porch, but it's been corroborated that it was his backyard porch with her ass hanging out. It's... It's disturbing, man. It's really bothersome to see someone that you had somewhat a bit of respect for stoop to these fucking levels. Kind of shitty, man. Depressing. But it just goes to show that you should not put anyone 
on a fucking pedestal. Because at any point, these motherfuckers will fall. And they can crush you pretty bad. They didn't crush me too bad. It's been more disappointing than anything. You know, after I saw... This was about a week and a half ago that I saw this video of Andrew Gain. I started kind of like, uh, looking at Sean Atwood a little fucking weird. And today, Saturday, in the morning, Sean was doing a live stream and it was regarding this prank he called it a prank video he was addressing this prank video in the fucking video he's his his excuse for it is just such fucking garbage it makes zero sense but he is essentially saying that he felt attacked by this Andrew Gain person who had very little subscribers, nobody, you know. And he said he was calling her a troll, making all this shit. And then he said that she finally stooped real low. And so to get her back, he was going to go lower than her. And his answer to going lower than her was to make fake videos of her, him pimping out Callie and having sex with her. Fake videos. And sending it to her so that she could fall for the bait? Are you fucking kidding me, man? Anyone with critical thinking skills will see that that is clear fucking bullshit you want to go low at someone that's gone low at you you fucking threaten them with a lawsuit for libel any other shit cease you go to youtube that's how you go after them but to make these phony sex videos and leaking it to this person so that they can go to town with it that is going lower than them? You have to be fucking stupid to fucking buy that excuse. It was right there and then that I lost all fucking respect for that motherfucker. Hit that unsubscribe button immediately. You fucking lying piece of shit scumbag motherfucker, man. And what's troubling is... You read the comments on that YouTube video, and a lot of them were like, I still support you, Sean. And some of them said, you know, even though I don't agree with it, I still support you. It's like this fucking blind loyalty to motherfuckers that don't give a shit about you. Why? This motherfucker pretty much admitted he's a fucking scumbag, even though he was lying about it. Pretty much admitted to it. And you're going to be loyal to these fuckers. What the fuck is wrong with us today? Saw one comment. I showed my wife. As I was reading this. And I showed her. 
the comment that said something to the... I should have screenshotted it. I don't know why the fuck I didn't. I should have. But the comment said something to the effect that, Sean, I don't agree with what you did and how you went after Androgain. He listed... The comment listed this person's name, YouTube channel. I'm still by your side, but you need this. It was extremely childish, blah, blah, blah. I was going to comment something to the effect of, I agree with you. This exposes Sean as a fucking fraud and a fucking piece of shit. About to hit send. And the comment was deleted. Sean had deleted it. He's notorious for deleting comments, banning people from posting on his fucking videos. A fucking piece of shit, man. And I, it hurts me to say it. It's not like I'm enjoying the, his fall. And who knows if he'll have a fall. He might gain new subscribers. This is how fucking pathetic things are. But he later, I went to the beach, and before we went to the beach, I got another subscriber that he was doing a live stream with Miss Poulton. Started listening to it a little bit. And she was grilling him a little bit, but it was mostly softballs. She did call him out, like, why would you do such a stupid video? And then she goes, but at least you're admitting it. <laughs> Good job, Sean. And since it was a live stream, they had a live chat going on. You could see the money coming in, 100 pounds, 200 pounds coming in. They were making money off of this fucking shit. So he was sitting there like a good little boy, getting grilled by Miss Poulton, his partner. The person who he does live streams on a regular fucking basis and they make a lot of fucking money on the week, you know, pretty much on the weekends, week, you know, Saturday nights and whatnot. And so they're addressing the situation and they're still making fucking money. And Sean's just sitting there like a fucking goofball. All respect lost, Sean. Fuck you. I don't think you'll ever listen to this. I'm Nothing big as of now. But fuck you, you fucking piece of shit scumbag. It's shit like that that hurts our community, man. It's no different than seeing a pastor like Jerry Falwell, who I was shitting on the other day. Someone who's very anti-homosexual -homo and all this other shit. Get busted in homosexual acts or other illicit sexual activity he he didn't get caught um, it was a different thing but I addressed it already but the point is when people are on one side preaching and they're acting like they're fucking free of sin and then get busted for the exactly same fucking shit it just makes you a fucking hypocrite and who the fuck's gonna trust you after that you lying piece of shit So there's my thoughts. Again, it's nothing to celebrate. It's nothing to cheer about. 
shitty. And that's why we don't put people on pedestals. You know, I've been reflecting a lot about it all day long. I started calling, you know, I did go to that super chat where they were trying to explain this fucking thing. <laughs> it was getting flooded with a lot of pro Sean Atwood comments. But I, fuck, I fucking crashed that bitch. I started calling him Sean Trump. And making my case. Huh. So you avoided talking about Trump and all his connections to Epstein, how he's a fucking sleazebag. And here you are doing Trump-like activities, saying one thing and fucking around on the other hand. Very Trump-like. Is that why you wouldn't talk about him? Uh, I am not relishing this, so don't confuse my laugh. I am laughing, because I think it's ridiculous, man. But it does pain me. Someone that... I took the bait. I thought he was a, a genuine person. A trustworthy individual. Boy, was I fucking wrong. It takes a man to admit when you're wrong. And I will admit I was wrong. Should have gone with my gut instinct. I thought he looked like a creepy ass motherfucker, man. And then I should have gone with my instinct when he would avoid implicating Trump. Even though there's tons of evidence to the contrary. And censoring people that will talk shit. Because he would have lost subscribers. Just as right now, if you're listening to this fucking podcast for the first time. And it's pissing you off that I'm talking about Trump and implicating him. I'm not trying to piss you off. I'm speaking the truth. And if the truth offends, then so be it. I'm not going to kiss anyone's ass. Not like Sean Atwood, who wouldn't talk shit about Trump because he would have lost probably 75 to 80% of his subscribers had he sh shit talked Trump because that's most of his subscribers were Trumpers pro-fucking-Trumpers. And my channel will probably... This is the reality of it, and I don't give a fuck. This podcast will probably never be a huge podcast. Because I will talk shit about Trump. I will talk shit about the Clintons. I don't give a fuck. If you're wrong, you're wrong. I don't give a fuck what side you're on. I'm interested in truth. I'm not interested in pandering to a fucking ideology. Fuck that shit. And knowing that this podcast, because of that, will suffer and will probably never fucking grow that much, I could care less. If we have a strong community of, by and large, mostly like-minded individuals, we can do some good shit, man. All right, y'all. It's kind of an uh, emergency quick podcast that I did because this Sean Atwood stuff is hot right now. And wanted to talk about it now that it's hot and before it becomes old.
expired milk news. Follow the podcast. It just just got accepted by iHeart. Took about three weeks. <laughs> it says wait about two weeks to get a response, a yes or no. Took about three weeks, almost a month, to get accepted into iHeartRadio. I'm not going to bitch about it. They accepted it. They listened to the podcast. I was scared that they were going to deny me because it is conspiratorial in nature. But it was accepted. All right, y'all. Follow the YouTube channels. I'll leave a link. Descriptions of the podcast for voice messages does require an email. So if you've got a fake email, so Big Brother don't want you, use your fake ass email. Talk some fucking shit. Let's get this fucking party going. Let's keep on seeking truth, y'all. All right, peace and love.